live from inside your speakers, this is Hardcore Casual, your place for weekly gaming and entertainment news. Please welcome your host, Wack Ops. Greetings from Earth, this is not your leader. My name is Wack Ops. How you doing? Welcome to Hardcore Casual, your bonus episode for the most anticipated games of 2022. Now, I know you haven't heard from me yet this year, and it's been about a month since my last little update. So here's a little update for the podcast. We are actually going to be coming back to our regular scheduled episode starting in two weeks. Mark your calendars Monday. That's right. Monday, January 24th. We are moving our episodes to Mondays. It works a little better for my schedule. As some of you might know, I do actually carry a regular day job. This is not it. But for those of you that are new to the channel or haven't been with us quite yet, or if you have been with us and have yet to go ahead and follow or subscribe, please do. You can also contact the show at wackops at gmail.com. That's W-H-A-C-K-O-P-Z at gmail.com. Or you can also follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. That's at wackops. Again, W-H-A-C-K-O-P-Z. Subscribe, share, download, review, all that good stuff. Now that that is out of the way, let's go ahead and jump right into our most anticipated games of 2022. You should know these are in no particular order. I actually ordered them as best I could by release date, and many of these games that are on this list are not going to have release dates as of yet. Many of you who are fans of the industry and fans of gaming in general know how many delays we've gone through, and many of these games are subject to delay at any point in time. So please take everything here with a big grain of salt, but this is my personal list of my most anticipated games, my 10 most anticipated games for 2022. So let's go ahead and start right off with the most anticipated January release, which is, of course, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Now, there has been some debate as to how to pronounce that, Arceus, Arceus, whatever you call it. This is my most anticipated game for the month of January. It is the latest from Pokemon developer Game Freak's attempt to revolutionize the Pokemon franchise. You play as a trainer in the Hisui region, catching Pokemon in an attempt to create the very first Pokedex. This is the Pokemon company's first crack at an open world game design. Many people have been referring to this game as Pokemon Breath of the Wild. Many Nintendo projects have been taking on this game format. If you look at even some of Sega's game design with the new Sonic or the Kirby franchise that has been really tackling this open world design on the Nintendo platform. Personally, I cannot wait as somebody who, quite frankly, my very first gaming experience was a Pokemon game way back in 1998. So I'm excited to see a new iteration on the game that I have fallen in love with time and time again. I'm hoping that this can be a very fleshed out experience, though I will admit, a lot of the gameplay that we've seen so far has been a bit rough. Now, if you are excited for this title, you won't have to wait much longer as it is due to release on January 28th of this month. So, next up, of course, we have to jump right into February because February is packed. But, if I had to pick one game, it'd have to be Horizon Forbidden West, the highly anticipated sequel to the critically acclaimed Horizon Zero Dawn. As a follow-up to the first 
Masterclass, open world title, Horizon Forbidden West follows Aloy as she ventures into the treacherous unknown lands of the American West Coast, discover new tribes, machines, weapons, and adventures. I have yet to actually finish the first in the franchise, Horizon Zero Dawn, but if you got a chance to see even little bits of the gameplay that they've put out over it uh, from Sony and Guerrilla Games, you know that this is a next-gen experience, and I think you'll see a, a through line with a lot of my picks. There are a few that really give you a next-gen feel, and I think this is certainly one of the most anticipated games of the year. It's all anybody can talk about especially coming from Sony, who's known for a great AAA single-player experience. I'm very, very excited. I hope, from what Guerrilla Games has told us, it's going to be a very story-rich and character-rich adventure, um, which I'm very excited about. Personally, that's a big portion of what I am invested in games for, is the stories, is the characters, is finding some uh, escapism and connection to uh, great writing, great game design. And I think Horizon Forbidden West is lined up to be a potential game of the year candidate. For those of you who are excited, you won't have to wait much longer as the release date is due February 18th uh, with no signs of any delays. I'm very, very excited. Next, let's go ahead and talk about a little indie darling that really has been anticipated for some time now. This game is Tunic. With an art design that caught the eye of many gamers, and a game design that harkens back to classic adventure titles such as the Zelda franchise, Tunic is an exciting take on a much-beloved genre. For fans of dungeon puzzles and straightforward combat, Tunic is a fantastic addition to 2022's packed video game release schedule. Now, I will admit, I kinda wish that Tunic had came out before Death's Door because I get very heavy Death's Door vibes from this in terms of just how you're going to be collecting different tools and going back through multiple locations multiple times to discover every little secret nook and cranny that you can find. Uh, I'm really excited because the art design looks amazing and I'm hoping that uh, this title lives up to the anticipation that has been built for it. But for those of you who have not seen it, I definitely suggest you look up Tunic Game on Google and check out a couple of the different gameplay uh, videos that are out because they did have a small demo, I believe, that went out at E3 last year. Um, but again, like many of these games, you won't have to wait too long because this one is due in March. That is March 16th. We're expected to get Tunic. Very excited for fans of any kind of Zelda-like dungeon crawling kind of games i'm i'm excited for y'all and i'm excited for myself because this one is definitely on my buy list next let's go ahead and talk about stalker 2 now we're not going to be talking necessarily about their controversial nft kind of thing that they just went through uh we can discuss that in a more traditional episode here at hardcore casual but let's focus on our love of this game which i have plenty of Okay, Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl, easily one of the most visually stunning games shown off at E3 2021. Stalker 2 is a sequel to the cult classic Stalker with an open world, 
post-apocalyptic aesthetic and frenetic gunplay. You explore the irradiated wastes of Chernobyl in an attempt to discover the mysteries of the haunted landscape. Those of you who are looking for uh, the quote-unquote next-gen gaming experience that we've all kind of been waiting on uh, with game delays and things like that, and quite frankly, even being able to find a console at all, I think Stalker 2 is going to be well worth a spot on your buy list. Um, this one looks really, really good. It, I believe it's made using the Unreal Engine 5, um, which I think is probably going to be one of the first games out that is actually using that engine. So for those of you who are looking to the future of gaming or what it possibly can look like moving forward, I think Stalker 2 is a great game to add to your buy list or at the very least check out some gameplay online once this releases because I think this is going to look absolutely incredible. Let's hope that the gameplay and the storytelling follow suit. Uh, and of course, a release date of April 28th, Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl, you will be able to get before the summer this year. Let's hope and pray for no game delays. Now, let's go ahead and jump forward all the way into November. And if you know, you know what I'm referencing. It is, of course, Starfield. Now, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you have heard of Starfield at this point. But if you haven't, from the studio that created the gold standard in Western RPGs over the last decade in gaming, Bethesda Game Studios brings us the first new IP from them in over 25 years. Starfield is an RPG based in the near future, not the far off future, the near future, where you play as a space explorer venturing into the great unknown. Very few details have been covered as far as the story and some of the major players. A lot of Bethesda games, of course, have factions and different storylines that you can follow. It's a fairly, it's generally a fairly non-linear experience, so I'm very excited to see what they can do in space. Let's hope that there is actually a fair amount of exploration mechanics and Less so just walking point A to point B or discovering a location. I know they have a specific formula over there at Bethesda Game Studios, and I'm hoping they can take the good parts of that and move it into this new IP. Because, I mean, for many fans of Bethesda's past works, they're referring to this as Star, uh, to Starfield as Fallout in Space. So if you're a fan of Western RPGs, I think Starfield is very much something you can consider on your buy list, and it is also considered, I think, the most anticipated game of 2022, um, outside of, of course, uh, God of War Ragnarok, which we'll get to in a moment. But Starfield is due to release on November 11th of 2022, and uh, that is a solid date from what we understand. November 11th, of course, being the anniversary of Skyrim's release, um, Bethesda likes to release on that date in particular. Let's hope that they can stick to it. Definitely stay tuned and go check out their page, their website for little details as they have been rolling out bits and pieces of what the world is actually going to be like. I'm excited for the world building. I can't wait to sink my teeth into this. And quite frankly, this might be the game that carries me all the way from its release date into 2023. As many of you know, a Bethesda game takes some, some time to get through if you're really combing through and enjoying yourself. 
Now, let's go ahead and jump into games that do not quite have a release date as of yet. There are five more games coming out on this list that I am very, very excited for. Unfortunately, none of them have a solid release date yet, but they have all been marked as 2022. First things first, of course, I've already mentioned it, God of War Ragnarok. Arguably known as the objectively most anticipated game of 2022. I'd say right next to Starfield, you can kind of put a 1A, 1B in my opinion. But God of War Ragnarok is the sequel to 2018's winner of Game of the Year, God of War. With impeccable visuals, impactful gameplay, and an awe-inspiring story, the God of War franchise has left the industry foaming at the mouth to experience the conclusion to this incredible tale of Kratos and Atreus. Uh, I won't lie, God of War 2018 is easily one of my favorite games of all time because it matches gameplay and story so well that it's, it's nearly impossible not to feel something while you're playing it. Even if you're not a big fan of the third-person action-adventure game, this one, if you haven't played the first one yet, please do, because you are not going to hear the end of the God of War series for some time. I think even after this one closes out, I think people will still be feverish about what comes next in Kratos's tale and Atreus's tale, so if it so be. And honestly, we've been talking about 2022 being a packed out year for games. And I think God of War Ragnarok is a perfect example of that because uh, I, I genuinely can't wait. If it was out right now, I would be losing sleep trying to finish this game, play this game, and know every little nook and cranny that I can get into. Now, next on the list... Let's go ahead and jump into a bit of a controversial title, but we'll get into it. Hogwarts Legacy. Now, in Hogwarts Legacy, for those of you who don't know, Hogwarts, of course, is referencing the Harry Potter wizarding world. You're going to be exploring 1800s Hogwarts in this open world action RPG. Play as a student, mastering your magical abilities and discovering the dark secrets that threaten the entire wizarding world. As a fan of the film franchise, I am incredibly excited to fulfill my dream of a AAA Harry Potter gaming experience. Um, For those of you who've played some of the old uh, Harry Potter games, I know some came out on Wii when it was motion controls were a big, uh, I want to say almost gimmick in in a lot of uh, different gaming IP or any of the Lego Harry Potter games. I think many of us have wanted the the ability to play as our own wizard rather than play through Harry Potter's story again. Personally, I love, love, love this franchise, the film franchise. I have not read the books. Don't give me too much credit. But I will admit there are some problematic aspects to the creator of the Harry Potter franchise. I'm not willing to shunt that off to the side as if it does not matter, but I'm not going to let somebody's problematic ideas of what is and what isn't right or wrong take some joy away from me as this is something that a 10, 11, 12-year-old me would have been jumping for joy for. So why stop myself now? Now again, this has yet to get an official release date, but we're anticipating this this year, 2022, 
I'm very excited to see what they make of this. I'm very excited to see how they make callbacks to the the movies and the and the books. But mostly, I'm excited to create my own character and walk through the world and really see what they can do to marry gameplay and story within this universe. Now, let's go ahead and jump to another <laughs> somewhat controversial uh, game that, that was announced last year that had a lot of the gaming industry questioning what this is going to play like. So this, of course, is Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now, like I said, another controversial addition to Marvel's video game entries. Marvel's Midnight Suns is a card-based strategy game with a team of Marvel's lesser-known, lesser-celebrated heroes. Play as Wolverine, Doctor Strange, Blade, and more. Ghost Rider, Iron Man, things like that. As you take on the darker side of Marvel's universe. Um, for fans of Four Axis Game Studios, that being the creator of the XCOM franchise, Marvel's Midnight Suns looks to create a unique gaming experience for those who love tactics and strategy-based video games. I'm very excited for a couple of reasons about this. One, there are certain characters who just do not get enough burn within the MCU, within the Marvel games, and I know a lot of that has to do with who owns what characters and this and that and the minutia of different contracts between different uh, production studios and things like that. But I do, do love to see um, someone play within the stories of some of the darker tales that we see from Marvel and from DC anywhere within comics because I think, you know, w with it being comic books, many people associate it with children and thusly, they have to kind of soften the edges a bit. And I'm excited not only for this title, but for the next title we're going to talk about. Because I think they will add a little bit more adult content to the game and allow us to really feel what it's like to be powerful as these characters. Even if it is a card-based strategy game, I think a lot of this will help with the power scaling and power balancing that you often find a problem with in video games is that you want to feel like a superhero but oftentimes because of how game design has to go you often feel mm, a bit spongy that's why there's no good S superman game you know what i mean because if you're superman and you can literally just blow a hole through anything that you want it's very hard to get that to um provide any level of challenge within a game where you're essentially a god. <laughs> so I'm very excited for Four Axis' take on Marvel property. I think because of how well they make their XCOM games, I have a lot of faith that this is actually going to be a property that provides some level of satisfaction to the greater gaming community. Though I will admit, I am not a tactics and strategy-based gamer generally. But I, I am very excited for this one. I'm definitely going to give this one a try before the year is out. And this one is expected actually on the second half of 2022 with no official release date as of yet. Now, we've talked about Marvel. Let's get into a DC property that I'm hyped for. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Now, 
This is from the creators of the beloved Batman Arkham series, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, looks to continue the streak of immersive gameplay that Rocksteady Games has become known for. Play as a team of misfit villains and anti-heroes as you are tasked with taking down the most powerful and renowned superheroes in the DC universe. Honestly, I know many people have been skeptical about this title because we did not see gameplay for a while, and what little gameplay we got was minimal. You know what I mean? Very, very minimal. It looks as if you're going to be playing as one character at a time, um, but we're not really sure how the team-based combat is going to coalesce into a gameplay experience quite yet. But I will give superhero IP generally uh, a better shot after playing Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. For those of you who follow me on Twitter, you know I actually really, really like this game. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, after that kind of surprise, I think mine and many other gamers' hopes is that DC uh, can match the narrative and comedic elements displayed in, 20, in the 2021 release that caught the industry by surprise. And hopefully a little bit more engaging combat. You know what I mean? Um, I think, obviously, they're going to be two different games. They're made by two different people. But now that we have something to compare against, my hope is that it can match that level of just funniness and not being um, a drag. You play 30 hours with the same characters. Let's hope they're not repeating the same jokes or things like that. Let's hope that there's actually some story and some heart to this one because I think Suicide Squad in general as a property is a very uh, fun team to play with. And I think a lot of people would be very, very excited to see what they do from a gameplay standpoint. Let's hope that there are some creative ways that they implement the actual point of the game, which is to take down the Justice League. I'm I'm curious how they're going to um, make the Flash, Batman, Superman... Um, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, how are they going to make these set pieces really pop and make it feel as though you're taking down a very powerful, near insurmountable challenge? Um, I think, again, with many, many superhero IPs, that is the big challenge is making you feel like a superhero while also providing some level of challenge to the gameplay. And again, no release date quite yet for this one. This is just marked as 2022, but you can bet sure as hell that I'm going to be picking this one up to see what Harley Quinn and the gang can put together. Now, our last game on the list is a little indie darling that we saw showcased at E3 2021. The shockingly beautiful Replaced was the surprise of E3 2021 with a 2.5D retro-futuristic art style and cinematic gameplay, Replaced looks to be a double-A platformer to play in 2022. I'm really excited about this. We don't know a lot about it. We don't have a lot of gameplay or uh, really information about the story or anything like that. I've already combed through their website. There isn't much there there. But if I had to say there was one game on this list that got me purely on art design alone, it is this. It is Replaced. Um, if you haven't seen a trailer for this Sad Cat Studios title, do yourself a favor and go watch some of the most beautiful game uh, gameplay and cinematics 
that you have seen this year. Now, this game is set to be released in 2022. Again, no official release date, but I had to show some love to Replaced because it is definitely near the top of my list for most anticipated. Now, that is the end of our top 10. This is a quick little bite-sized episode for you guys. Before we get up out of here, I do want to remind you to holler at me. Come join us and be a part of a growing community. Don't forget to support the show. You can reach me at our Gmail. Uh, You can reach out and ask questions or comments or just generally show your support by emailing us at wackops at gmail.com. That's W-H-A-C-K-O-P-Z at gmail.com. Please give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, both at WACOPS, again, W-H-A-C-K-O-P-Z. If you're showing love, I need the sub. If you're trying to holla, I need the follow. If you're enjoying the content, don't forget to comment. And if you're liking what we do, download, share, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you enjoy podcasts. Now, I'm going to leave you as I usually do with the shout out of the week where we give people their flowers and hold them up high. This is actually a little surprise for y'all. 10 more titles that I'm very, very excited for, but didn't quite crack the top 10 for me. Let's just run through them and we can get up out of here and make this a nice short episode for y'all to listen to. Now, first, Dying Light 2, Stay Human, a release date of February 4th. Ali Ali World, February 8th. Forspoken, May 24th. Steel Rising, June 2022. Boulder's Gate 3, which has been in early access since October 2020, but is getting its full release later this year. We have Dead Space Remastered, which has been rumored to be coming out in 2022, but put put a big asterisk next to that because I have a feeling it may get pushed into the next year. We also have Gotham Knights, uh, the follow-up to the amazing Batman trilogy of Arkham games coming out this year. Again, the next one, a little asterisk next to it, Breath of the Wild 2, supposedly coming out this year, 2022. Mario vs. Rabbit Sparks of Hope, 2022. If you haven't played the first one, definitely check it out. It is a much better strategy game than people. And of course, lastly, Stray, coming out later this year. That is the action RPG where you play as a cat in a giant cyberpunk city. Very, very interesting. I'm I'm excited for all of these games. I don't know which one is going to end up falling off of the list that I'm not going to be able to get to, given that just with these games listed here, I already don't have enough time to play and beat them all. Um, but let's hope, let's have some faith that we can get through all these games. And if you have any of these games that you're excited about, please write into the show. Let me know what is your personal top 10 list for most anticipated games of 2022. I'm very excited to hear from you guys. Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate you guys coming back and supporting the show. I am going to be doing my best to get the the show back running, get it to some other platforms, potentially getting it over to YouTube, but don't hold me to that. And um, just giving you guys something a little bit more consistent from a scheduling standpoint. Again, we are going to be coming out on Mondays moving forward. That's right, on Mondays moving forward. Um, 
And that way we can be releasing at the same time. Hopefully I'm aiming for a 10 a.m. West Coast release every Monday. So with that being said, I am Whack Ops. This is Hardcore Casual. Have fun, be cool, and stay dangerous. Rest in power, Sidney Portier. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Hardcore Casual. Join us next Friday with your friendly neighborhood news aggregator, Whack Ops. You can also follow us on social media at Whack Ops, on Instagram and Twitter. Support the show by downloading, sharing, and reviewing. Available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, and Stitcher. See you next week.